Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we just lift you up. We lift up your name today. We lift up your blood today. We lift up your kingdom today. We lift up the righteous remnant that shall be separated to holy kingdom purpose. In Jesus' name, we thank you. I'm Apostle and Prophet Chris Ward. Say it with me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Jesus. I think I might just do this for 30 straight minutes just for magnify God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Somebody listen to him, man. What is wrong with him? I'm overtaken with the goodness of God. He gave me a parking spot today. What? That is <laughs> personal testimony where our studio's at, where we we doing this show. Uh, we get here on Thursday before a certain time. My goodness, my God. Parking is like ants on sugars. And there's nowhere. <laughs> people got them paid. People done paid people to park all up in the yard and everything because that's better than a $40, $50, $60 ticket. I don't know what that is. It's street cleaning day. Such is life in America, in the world, around the world. This is Apostle Prophet Chris Ward. This is the Voice of Dominion broadcast. We thank you for listening, taking your precious time to listen to me. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Uh, you should just jump right in there and get that train rolling, boy, and let's what? And then the Holy Spirit will fill this place. We talk, I, we've been talking about, you know, um, let me, what will I name this? Uh, sanctification to being part of the remnant. There's only a remnant of people, okay, who are going to inhabit, who want to inhabit. And see, that's that's a big that's a big thing. Who want to be kingdom participants? Kingdom participant don't have nothing to do with how many times you've been in church and how long you've been in church. And what your pastor preached last week, it don't have nothing to do with that. It really doesn't have anything to do with. I said kingdom activity now. Kingdom activity don't really have anything to do with with how, how much time you spend reading your Bible. Someone says, oh, that's, that's blasphemous. No, because you have people that read their Bible. First of all, reading the Bible is at an all-time low, okay? And Christians have, and now with the, with the laws of separation that have been, we've been cast into, you got more than 50% of the people who used to go to church, they don't go anymore. It has to do with what you do with what you already had. That's what makes you a kingdom participant. We can go to church all day. We can read the Bible all day. We can praise God all day. And then the Holy Spirit come in the middle of that and give us a, a commandment or an idea to move us into kingdom action. And we still there two years later. There's something wrong with that picture. Hello. Something wrong with that picture. 
And I made a very astute point that the Holy Spirit will come into your life or come into the presence of your life and give you a commandment. Let's look at uh, uh, Revelation 1, 5. Read that for me. My beautiful reader is here. Revelation chapter 1, verse 5. Yeah. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. Okay, he washed us from our sins so that we could be part of so that we could be part of the kingdom. That's what the sac- that's what the sacrificial blood of Jesus is for. It's to set us free from everything that we had in the past. Now I'm going somewhere with this. Keep reading. I'm I'm, I'm gonna make that I'm gonna come back and recircle around that point in just a second. Go ahead. Six and hath made us kings and priests unto God and his father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. He hath made us kings and priests. He hath given us, and I was looking at the word name. I was there was I, there's a scripture I meditate on a regular basis, and it tell and it said that in in and David got a great name. That word is authority, character, and honor of the personality of person that it's referring to. So his reputation, when, when God gives you honor, when he gives you a great name, guess what? Your name rises up in the social mindsets of people. David became a great king because he dominated all of God's enemies and took one of David's, listen, David had a call. His call was to unify the tribes to take back the physical land of Jerusalem and Israel and dominate the people that was in the way. Those were his calls. That's the same call that we have now. But we're doing it a different way. They did it with arrows and bows and slings. And But guess what? The way we do it now is with the word, the name, the blood, the ministry angels. He, have, he hath made us kings and priests. Go ahead. Verse 7. Verse 7, Behold, he cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see him, and they shall, and they, excuse me, and they also which pierced him, and all the kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him. Stop right there. Why would people be wailing? Because you should have seen him before he came, he comes back to end this whole thing. The word see has to has to do with light and words. Okay, it's a it's it's a combination of light and words. See, if you optically, you've given your imagination over to the Lord through all that Bible reading, through all that meditating, through all that praying in the Spirit, and through all that singing and worshiping. There's a light that should come on where you're able to see the word. Go ahead. Uh, verse 8, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, saith the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the Almighty. Keep going. I, John, who also am your brother and companion in tribulation and in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ, was in the isle that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. He had been boiled in oil. He had been. They couldn't kill him. They tried to. They just said, "We're gonna throw this. Boy, we're gonna throw this brother here, man. We we trying to get rid of this gospel thing." And they threw him in some boiling oil and boiled him really good. You know, like you boil some eggs and like you fry some fish. Oil is 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 even worse than water. I don't know which one would be worse, but anyway, because oil sticks to you. I've had a third degree burn on my hand when I was a kid, cooking some bacon and knocked the 
pain over on my hand, and I had a bubble about two inches big, a blister that came up on my hand. So oil sticks to you. So they tried to they tried to suffocate him and burn him up in some oil, and he came out of it unscathed. Hello, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, the power of the living God. The anointing was on him. He says, in the aisle that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. So he was testifying. He was carrying the gospel to the world. That's kingdom activity. It didn't say nothing here about going to church. It didn't say nothing here about how much you pray. It didn't say nothing here about how many scriptures you know. Okay. These are, this, it says here, verse uh, 10 says, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and heard behind me a great voice as a trumpet. Read verse 11 for me. Saying, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last, and what thou seest, write in a book, and send it unto the seven churches which are in Asia, unto Ephesus, unto Smyrna, and unto Pergamos, and unto Thyatira, and unto Sardis, and unto Philadelphia, and unto Laodicea. Okay. But read this. Let's go back to verse 10. It says, I was in the spirit. So he wasn't asleep. He had an open vision, and this voice began to talk to him. And, I, and I've heard the testimony so many times where preachers say, I, the Lord came and visited me, and I saw him. I was on my bed of affliction, and Jesus visited me. And I was thinking, well, Lord, why, can't you, why won't you do me like that? I love you. You can come to my house anytime you want to. Can you come and visit me? You know what the Holy Spirit said to me? He said, Chris, you already believe. You already believe fully in kingdom activity, me as the Lord and the Holy Spirit's voice. You already have it. Saying, so he heard the voice of the Holy Spirit. I am the Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. And what thou seest, so you see hearing and you see seeing. Write in the book and send it unto the seven churches. And then you see what? Verifiable kingdom action. Oh my God. And that's where the church is not. Most of the church is not there. I would say one to five percent of the people who have been saved, who have been filled with the Spirit, and I don't, I don't really. Well, I won't say you cannot go there because, barring the mercy of God, some some Christians are doing kingdom work and they're not filled with the Spirit because they never heard, never been in a place where an apostle or prophet was at, where the Spirit of God was poured out. But they are evangelizing, they are passing out tracts, they're doing everything that they know to do. But seeing and hearing from the hearing from the Holy Ghost and seeing Jesus in the Word, and then accepting a spirit-filled commandment of the Lord that move you into kingdom action. He said, and unto Pergamon, he says here, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. What thou seest, there's there's revelation, right in a book, there's there's kingdom action, and send it. To the seven churches. That means you got to go, you got you to gotta publish the gospel. Oh, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And here's the voice I want to get to, okay? He said here, and I turned to see the voice that spake to me. And being turned, I saw seven golden candlesticks. So revelation, see, having your imagination and your conscious and subconscious mind captivated, by the presence of God, 
hearing that is understanding you once he told him it didn't say that he he you know because you know we we're we in church and we take so many notes and you know keep some in most of the electronic now and you know we take all these now i remember when i was in the the great apostle shout out to you apostle uh, frederick kc price in the name of jesus get well soon i hope you are already fully recovered it's my faith and i believe i receive it for you now in jesus name you're fully recovered. No plague, hurt, harm, or danger can come nigh you or your dwelling. I think you and your household are saved from this plague that's out here. As he has saved me and my family members. Thank you, Jesus. We've been saved. He says, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, he said the Lord, which is, which was, and which will come to come, the Almighty. But he says here, and I turn to see, verse 12, the and that's the voice that spake to me. Now we can get revelation and you're in the spirit and you can hear from the Holy Spirit. Now you are pre-qualified, the foundation for kingdom um, elect. He said he made you a priest and the king, right? That's authority, honor, and character is now you have the foundation to receive that. It don't mean you have it. It just means you moved into a place where he can work with your soul and he can move your mind and your body and your 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 your, your words, your time, and, and your money. He can move you, okay? Because how is he going to send that? Whenever you send messages, unless you were a king and a priest, at this point it doesn't record that John was a king. And I heard some preacher recently said that he is. Let's go to Mark chapter 9. Because I want you to see this. This is so, so powerful. Come on here, man. Move on over there. Okay, we're just going to do it like this then. Mark chapter 9. And I'm going to the scripture. Get your Bible while you're there. If you don't have your Bible, get your Bible and go through these scriptures with me because they're important. So we're talking about the fundamentals necessary to be part of the remnant, to stay out the traffic of the world, and to be part of God's kingdom move, which means you are a kingdom that, let me tell you what the end result of all kingdom work is. Okay, so you know, so you know clear. Some new people was getting saved. Selah. You can go to church all you want to. Ain't no new people getting saved there. Guess what? It ain't kingdom. You ain't a kingdom preacher. If you have services continually, you ain't making an altar call, or nobody, you making an altar call and ain't nobody getting saved. Okay, we plan the next week, February 9th, this is uh, February the 3rd today, we're planning to have over 200 souls saved. We partner with a food bank. When them people pull up there to get fed, we're going to give them Jesus, see if they want to get filled with the Holy Spirit and, and all that. That's kingdom activity. See, me just preaching to you on the radio may help you hear, okay, and see some of the kingdom, but you, you actually see the kingdom clearly when you start doing something. Mark 9, 1 says, read it for me. And he said unto them, verily I say. Them who? Okay, who is them? Who is he preaching to? Who is he talking to? Go ahead. He gonna, he, it'll be revealed here. And he said unto them, verily I say unto you, that there be some of them that stand here which shall not taste of death till they have seen the kingdom of God come with power. Bam. You got to see the kingdom. You got to hear the voice. Jesus had a, had a physical voice at that time. 
the physical voice of Jesus Christ is replacing our lives by the Holy Spirit. Okay? No difference. The Word of God is Jesus, okay? And he had a physical voice at that time. He said unto them, Verily I say unto you, that there be some of them that stand here which shall not taste of death till they see, till they have seen the kingdom of God come with power. What was he talking about? The post-ascension apostles and prophets and the other 120 that was in that upper room. They got busy spreading the gospel, man. Jesus came to set the pattern and teach us. He couldn't really evangelize the way we can evangelize today because the sacrifice of his blood, his death, burial, and resurrection had not been made yet. But what did he do? He trained and taught. He showed them how to travel, what to say, where to go, how to be led of the spirit to do it. And then once he left, then they could be, then them and all the others could be saved and filled with the Holy Spirit. Most important scripture here. Now watch this. Mark 9, 2. Where am I at? 16 minutes. Okay. And after six days, Jesus taken with them, Peter, James, and John. Now let's stop right here. There's two major revelations here. I want you to see this. Six days. And it says, and after six days, we are in the seventh millennial reign. We're in the millennial reign of Christ. There have been 6,000 years since Adam was created. There have been three. You'll see it. It says six days in, in the third day. All talking about the millennial reign of Christ. It's been 2,000 year periods that has, has passed since Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. There's been 6,000 years since the creation of Adam that has passed. On August 20, 21st, uh, 2017, there was a... Um, a solar eclipse that went across the United States and God said, mark it, it's the beginning of the millennial reign of Christ. So right here it says, after and after six days, Jesus taken with them, Peter, take it with him, Peter, James, and John. Now this is the same John that wrote Revelation 1. He wrote the book of Revelation, John the Revelator. <clears throat> it says here, and leading them up into a high mountain. There's a remnant of people being led up into the high place, into kingdom activity, until souls getting fed, spiritually, until souls getting saved. Hello. And John, and leadeth them up into a high mountain. Watch this. Apart by themselves. So they departed from all this religious dogma that's going on, all this preaching and telling people what they should be doing and all that. And, oh, if you're doing I listen to radio. I listen to some of this stuff, man. These people, they will pre and some of them will preach this, read this, and preach this good, straight up, and then never make it applicable to your life. I was listening to a radio show before we taped the last time. Come over. I mean, he preached Jesus feeding the 5,000, and he said, well, after you're hearing the miracles of Jesus, blah, blah, blah. He never told him that that was a financial miracle and that it's applicable to their life. When they get in a tight somewhere that God will multiply their fishes and loaves. Hello, because here's the thing. Where did the fishes and loaves come from? It's a supernatural financial miracle. 
Whether it's debt cancellation, whether it's more money coming, I've had a financial miracle in the last year and still, still, still encounter them weekly. Thank you, Lord, monthly and daily. And I'm believing for miraculous, unlimited, supernatural, miracle money manifestations taking my place so I can get the work done. Read that for me, 9-2. And after six days, Jesus taketh with him Peter and James and John and leadeth them up into a high mountain apart by themselves, and he was transfigured before them. Okay, apart by themselves. So Jesus, in the, in the Lord's day, the great and terrible day of the Lord, the seventh day, the seventh millennial since six, after 6,000 years from the creation of Adam, to now, we're in the seventh millennial. It's already crossed over. We, it ain't going to come. We're in the time now, okay? We are more than 2,000 years past Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. That's a time stamp. He says here, and leadeth them up into a high mountain. I'm preaching the gospel to lead you into uh, the high mountain of kingdom participation, man. I can listen. I can come to the studio and preach all this. In my, and if I don't do it, it becomes religious. It becomes religious dogma. And I become a liar, really, because the Bible said, listen, the apostles and prophets are leading the church right now. All these pastors and evangelists and teachers, that's all fine, well, and good. But they got to have a. So they, if they're not having been led to this high place and they haven't been, watch this. He says, and he was transfigured before them. What does this word this 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 word mean transfigured? Okay, it means figuratively or literally to change, transfigure, transform. Now let's go back to being a king and a priest. For you to start thinking like that and operating like that, you got to be transfigured. Your soul got to be. You got to meditate the scripture, and then what happens is, when God gives you a command or an idea, okay, and you move out on it, you start doing it. There's a new anointing. You enter into a new realm in a higher place. Because he said to be a doer of the word, not a hearer only. And that's, that separates that 95 out of 100 Christians are hearers. I don't care how many times you listen to this radio. You need to get your own commandments and need to do with what God called you to do. And we had 22 minutes. Can you believe it already? It says, and his raiment became shining. He going to give you a new shining anointing. Exceedingly white as snow, so as no fuller or on earth can white them. God's going to make you holy. Wash away all your... Listen, let me tell you something. When you move into kingdom action, you, you have some issues. You have some shortcomings. You have some sin in your life. I don't give a darn who you are. If you say you don't, you a liar. Okay, but let me tell you what takes you into the favor spot where God can transform you, where eventually you leave that place, the place of condemnation, condemnation by the devil. It's, it's being transformed and transfigured into kingdom activity. Oh, and there appeared unto them Elias and Moses, and they were talking with Jesus. Listen. Man, if that's not a revelation there, see, the supernatural will break out on your life. My gosh, my gosh, we are at the end of the show. This is Apostle and Prophet Chris Ward. If you've never received Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, I want to give you an opportunity to do it. Um, pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, I believe that Jesus 
was the Son of God. Father, I believe he died on the cross for my sins. Father, I believe on the third day he was resurrected, just like I'm resurrecting his work right now in the third day. Say he was resurrected. I believe in his death, burial, and resurrection, and I ask him to come into my heart to be my Lord and Savior, to help transfigure me, to help me do what I need to do in the name of Jesus. This is Apostle Prophet Chris Ward. You can go to G-A-M-N, Global Apostolic Ministerial Network, dot L-I-F-E, and you can hit the donation page and give us a donation to keep this on the air. Okay. You can go to, you can, you can go come to 9815 South Vermont Avenue, the Do-Right Christian Church on Saturday morning at 9.30. We're on YouTube. We tape live on YouTube every Saturday morning at 9.30. Listen, go to YouTube and pick up, you. if you go to Voice of Dominion, Apostle Chris Ward, go to YouTube. You're going to you're going to see our channel there. Subscribe to it and send it to all the people in your contacts to have it shared. We love you with the love of the Lord. This is the Apostle and Prophet Chris Ward. Amen. Your